This is Suburban Dope. What's up, y'all? What's going on, everybody? Andrew Barrow. This is Suburban Dope. You already know what it is. Episode 15. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I, I wasn't expecting to... I mean, I... I, I, I mean, jeez. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to hit 15 episodes so quick. Like, damn, 15 came fast. We here already. And it's like every week, you know, I feel like, you know, you guys know... It's like you all know what's going on with my life and stuff. So I feel like I could talk like this now. Uh, this week I had I actually had a job interview. I had a job interview um, with this company. Not going to say what the company is. Uh, but things, I think things went well. Um, yo, 1-800-GOT-JUNK is killing me. <laughs> it's killing me. They're just like, it's like, no. Like, I'm not, like, I can't, I can't keep doing it. So these job interviews it came through this week and it things went well and at this interview so you know you need steel toe shoes when you're at this place and I got on you know I got I got on I got on I got on interview attire I got on my nice you know I got on my nice blue my nice blue shirt my nice button down you know I got my I got my khakis on I got my blue I got my blue suede's on like I'm killing them I'm killing them right now you know I came with the pea coat like I'm killing them you feel me and you know, things are going well, so guys like, hey, you want to take a tour of the place? Like, yeah, I take a tour. And uh, before we go in there, he's like, yeah, you got to put these, you got to put these on your feet, you know, because these are, you know, for guests. He pulls out these, like, these rubber, these rubber, these ugly-ass rubber shoes with this nasty steel toe on the front of them. And so I take off my shoe, and I put my foot in it. And it's him and his and you know some secretary lady in there, and they're looking at me kind of funny, and they're like, no, 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 you put your, you know, you 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 know, you just put your whole shoe in it, and that made me mad because I'm like, yo, why didn't y'all tell me that before? Because you saw me take my shoes off, you saw me do all this, and then you saw me put my foot in it, and then you're like, oh, you gotta put your shoe in it. Why didn't you say that to a nigga before I sitting here looking? St- so then I'm sitting here trying to put my foot into these into these rubber soles and it's just not going on the damn like it's not going in. Like I said, I'm sitting here, it's just not going on the foot. Like it's just it's not going over the sole of the shoe. And I'm just having the hardest time right now to put on to just take a walk around the damn place. I can't even do it. I can't do it because I can't put these things on my feet. <laughs> and the lady, she's sitting there, she's laughing at me. 
and I finally get him on, and she's like, well, I hope, you know, I hope, I I really do hope you get the job. I said, I hope I do too, because this is stressful right now. I can't do this every day. If I had to put these things on every day, I can't do this. I'm going to have to get some steel toes ASAP if you take me. What do you mean? But things went well. Uh, things might be looking up soon, which is good, and I can't wait. So, you already know, this week... Yo, a lot, a lot went down this week. A lot, whether it be news, movies, everything. I, I actually saw, I saw a lot of movies this week. Not gonna lie. So I got a lot to talk about with everything. Here we go. Spoilers this week. We're gonna get right into it. Tyler Perry's Acrimony. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. So. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. After sitting down after watching this movie and like really sitting with it, this movie is trash. Okay? This movie is trash bags. Big trash bags, okay? What the fuck, Tyler Perry? All right, it took 8 days to make this movie. Now, people think that might be impressive. It took 8 days to make it. Now, if you watch this movie and you see this movie play out with the script and shit, you like, nigga, you should have took two months, three months to make a movie, not eight days. You see, Tyler Perry got all this money, and he got that studio over there, and he could just pop out content all day, every day. Like, it's great, and don't get me wrong, it's cool, Tyler, but my nigga, you putting out mediocre content just bullshit like this movie now doubt now okay now let me keep it real so the story oh man the story was weak the story was weak it was a weak story um the guy okay god damn this shit was so bad (laughs) okay the one thing that made this movie good for me which i liked uh, I went to go see this, and you know where I live, I live out in the fucking burbs, I live out in the suburbs, you know, Flanders, New Jersey, what the fuck, and there was these two black women in the movie theater with me, and they commented on everything that happened in the movie, and it made the movie that much better for me, it was even better when there was this annoying white lady, and I knew this white lady was going to be annoying. She, I, I just knew it. Like, at, at, at the ticket booth, at, you know, buying my ticket, this white lady was being real, just real rude. She walked up. I want to see acrimony. All right. You don't have to say it like that. When does it start? Does it start yet? What's wrong? Like, what's wrong with you, bitch? Why are you talking like that? Is it over there? Like, why are you so loud? Why are you yelling like that? And we get in there, and these women, you know, these black women, I mean, as soon as the movie started, they were commenting on everything. Now, to some of y'all, this may be annoying. Don't get me wrong. It was kind of annoying. But, I mean, I'm black. I mean, I don't. it don't bother me. <laughs> That's how I, I, I like to go. I, I want to go to the movies like that. What do you mean? That's how I like to go to the movie theater. I want to comment. Because the shit was wild. It was. They commented so much. This white lady left. And I thought that was funny. She left within like 20 minutes of the movie. And I thought that shit was hilarious. I was like, damn, white lady. You can't handle it. You can't handle these people just saying. It, was, it wasn't It was even like they were saying a lot. It's just every now and mm, 
Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Did not say. Say, I don't even know why she going with him. And of course, it's like, what do you mean she going with him? Of course, she's going to go with him, nigga. That's why we here. It's a movie. That's why we here, lady. Come on. But this movie didn't really explain things. Okay, I understood what he was doing. Uh, you know, with the whole the whole mental, you know, mental health and things like that. The girl, Taraji P. Henson's character, she was crazy. She was a wild. She was a bit wild. She was wild. But she was justified a lot. Not even a lot. She was justified in her in her crazy because this nigga was trash. I mean, he was he was trash. This nigga was he was he was trash. <laughs> he was one. You know what made me mad is he was one of them niggas that he was just using her. He was using her and using her and using her. He had this battery that he made um, and he was, you know, trying to, you know, sell this battery, you know, sell it off. He knew this battery was going to change the world and change things and blah, blah, blah. And they met in college. And for years, for years, he was trying to do something with this battery. And they, you know, she, her, I think, I think her parent, you know, her mom died. And so, you know, she left her with this money and like, she spent all that money on this nigga trying to, you know, invest in him and this battery and whole time, you know, yeah, he had a job, but like, not really. He had like odd jobs here and there. Like nigga was, he was a fuck nigga. That's just what it comes down to. He was a straight up fuck nigga for sure. But Taraji is just like, they just didn't, they just didn't. The movie itself just wasn't, it wasn't strong. The script was not strong. The acting was real mediocre. It wasn't good, you know? It just wasn't good. And some of the things that happened, you just didn't know why. Like, at the end of this movie, like, they're on this yacht, you know? I'm not going to tell you, like, how they get on the yacht and things like that. I already spoiled enough, you know what I mean? And they're on this yacht, and somehow Taraji's on the yacht. They're in the middle of the goddamn ocean, and somehow she's on the yacht. You don't know how she got there, but she's there. And then she's on this yacht, and all of a sudden she's like some crazy, like, secret ninja woman or something. And she's, like, fighting. But, like, I was like, what? Like, yo, Tyler Perry, I don't know what you were doing. I'm not sure what that was, but acrimony is trash bags, my nigga. And you need to get some real writers in there helping you. You can't keep doing this thing on your own because like, oh, I'm Tyler Perry. I have all the money. Yeah, great. You have all the money. Now hire some mother, now hire a team, bro. Hire somebody with some real substance behind them and really put out like work, put out good content, man. This mediocre content is, it's, dude, it's not good. As simple as that. It's not good at all. I didn't like it. Um, I thought I did at first, you know, that first glance, you know, you feel it and then you're all in it and it's intense and whoa. And then, you know, you, and then you start, and and, 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 and the women that were in the movie theater, they made it, they made it better for me. I was like enjoying myself. They was, uh, look at this, uh, mm. Mm -hmm. every like I mean they made they really made the movie for me I loved it I loved that part of it but when you sit down and you look back at it you're like damn this movie was trash it was trash (laughs) bad ready player one I liked it I liked it a whole lot um I didn't read the book so I'm sure 
people who read the book, they're probably not going to like this movie. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't read it. I'm, I'm, I, I want to read it after seeing this movie. Uh, the story was dope. The visuals were crazy. The action was crazy. It just kept you. It was very interesting. It was very entertaining. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But I also know that this was a book first, and I'm sure that the movie left things out and or changed things. I'm sure that happened. I really enjoyed this movie, even the not you know the '90s references, all that. So okay, so the movie is pretty. It's pretty simple. It takes place in 2045 in Ohio, and there's this there's this thing called the Oasis. It's a video game system. Um, and everybody, you know, everybody plays on it, everybody, you do whatever you want in there, it's just free, like, like, it's almost like The Sims, basically, but like, like, like in real life, like, you're, like, you know, it's VR, and you're doing your whole thing, it's, it's pretty dope, and there's a game within this, and the guy that created this thing, um, you know, Jack Holiday, I think his name was, or something, he created it, and he basically made this dope-ass game, um, there was like these three keys and you get the keys and when you get the keys, you literally get half of what, um, the Oasis, uh, not even half you get, I think it's, I think, I, well, yeah, I think that's how it went. So you get half of the Oasis, which is like, I think it's like worth like a trillion dollars or something crazy like that. And then you actually get to own the Oasis. Like, like you win, you now have the oasis so everybody's been trying to you know get these keys and get you know find these keys and it's been five years and nobody has found these keys like at all nobody knows where they are like they just can't do it and lo and behold here comes this dude coming around and he uh you know he figures it out he got his team and you know it's one of those things and spielberg you can't yo, you can't deny spielberg spielberg killed killed the visuals on this movie it was awesome i really enjoyed it and me and the homie i saw it with the homie my boy dave what up dave we saw it in uh in dolby as well it was dope it was so dope <laughs> i really really liked it um but like i said if you read the book you're probably not gonna like this movie but spielberg is a genius and he killed this shit so go check it out I, I, I enjoyed it, it was, it was funny, it was everything, good movie, David Letterman, David Letterman on Netflix, you know, you got his Netflix special, uh, not Netflix special, Netflix show, uh, he had Jay-Z on there this week, and it was a great, great interview, very real interview, honest interview, I loved everything about it, um, the more and more that you watch this guy, Jay-Z, talk and speak, I mean, he's my favorite of all time for a reason. He's just, he's the realist. He's the one. He's just so dope. And he's so, and he really, is, you know, Jay is for the culture. Like he really is, man. He is for the people. It's awesome. And it's, it's just, just watch the interview. It's just, they, you know, he's funny. The things that, you know, what they were talking about, everything has come up. Uh, how, like, you know, how, like, I read his book, so I already know, I already know all that, I read his book twice, matter of fact, so I already know these things, I already know, like, his history, but it's dope to watch him, you know, talk, like, just, just, it's just cool to see, Dave Letterman is amazing at having a conversation, he just, he knows what to say, he knows, 
Like, like he just he 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 asks the right questions. He knows how to get it out of you. It's kind of like Oprah, which I love. I think Oprah's the best at what she does. I think she's the best. Then I would say Letterman. That's that that's 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 just me. That's me. I would say it for me. It goes like this. It goes Oprah. And then I'm gonna say Letterman, and then uh, I'm gonna put uh, then I'm gonna say Howard Stern. And some of y'all might think I'm crazy because Howard Stern is Howard Stern. I mean that man is that man is the best. <laughs> but Letterman did his thing. Jay Z opened up about you know his marriage, everything, the kids. They talked about Trump. It's just it was very good. It's very just watch it. He I I enjoyed it a lot. Check it out. Netflix, they killed it this week with everything. Um, movie called First Match. It was pretty good. It was about this girl, um, and she's on a wrestling team. Takes place in, you know, filmed in the Bronx. And uh, not, the, well, not necessarily filmed in the Bronx, but it's filmed in New York. And this woman, you know, this girl, she's in and out of foster homes. And her dad uh, just comes home from jail. He just came home from jail, and she's trying to go live with him. And the way that she's trying to get his attention is she wants to wrestle. And he, her dad was a wrestler. He was one of the best wrestlers, like, you know, in the state when he was wrestling. So she joins the wrestling team, the boys' wrestling team, and it goes from there. And, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it was a good movie. It was very heartfelt. I liked it. Her dad was a piece of shit. It was, it was good. Check it out. That's a good one. It was like it was like a nice afternoon movie. It and it moves too. The story's good, everything. Acting, all that. Solid movie. Netflix also pulled out uh another one, Happy Anniversary. And this one, I thought it was gonna be better. I I wasn't I wasn't this story <clears throat> I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So it's it's about this couple couple they've been together for three years they're spending their you know they're spending their anniversary happy anniversary three-year anniversary and they realize that maybe they don't want to be with each other and so it goes it does that whole thing it shows that and how it plays out and it was good but I did not like the ending uh too much and it was at like it was it was it was it was predictable and it just wasn't, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be funny. It wasn't. Like, it, like I thought it was going to have, like, its moments. But it just, it didn't. It was just, it was boring. I don't know. Maybe you, if you, hey, you check it out. Maybe it do something different for you. But I know that I like those type of movies. You know, I'm a sucker for a good romance movie. You know, a good story and all that. And it just, this one didn't do it for me. For me, it didn't. But anyway. Happy anniversary. It was cool, but it wasn't great. So don't don't get all like eh about it. All right. Netflix also put out another one this week. And this one is uh this one's a deep one. This one's a very heavy one. And uh, I'm going to talk about it because I feel like I, I mean I, I mean Netflix put it out cuz it's 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 an important it's an important situation. It's an important uh subject and it's and it's definitely still a problem. Uh, it's called Six Balloons, and Dave Franco's in it, Abby Jacobson is in it, who uh, kills it, she killed it, and uh, the mom, the mom from Malcolm in the Middle, she's in it, she killed it, everybody did such a good job in this movie, movie's only an hour and 15 minutes long, it's quick, super quick, and it's very, it's, it's, it's very simple, um, so Abby Jacobson's character, she is having a surprise birthday party for her boyfriend. And, you know, she's putting it all together. It's going to be a, you know, it's a big event. 
fan, you know, friends, family, everything. And she has to go pick up her brother, her brother, who is Dave Franco. She goes to pick up her brother. And her brother is an addict. Her brother's in hair. He, he's a straight up heroin addict. And it's and it's bad. It's very, very bad. And what makes it worse is he has a two year old daughter. And this movie shows all aspects of an addiction. And it did it in a really, really good way. So it keeps it. It keeps it. Uh, there's a metaphor about a sinking ship, and that's what that's what the movie keeps referencing. So it keeps going through these different steps. Like step one, you know, you're walking to the dock. Step two, you're in the ship. You know, step three, the ship is sinking. You're aware that it's sinking. You know, step four, you look for help. Like it's going through. It's showing you what is happening to you. But it's doing it, you know, through addiction. So she picks him up and dude is he's uh, he's with, you know, he's withdrawn. He can't, you know, he's just he's he's going through it. He's sick. That's what happens to you. Dude is sick and picks him up, picks up the kid and they're trying to go to the party. And he's just like he can't do it. And she fucking goes like it just it shows it shows it shows everything. He can't take it. Like, he literally can't take it. He's, you know, having a hard time with the kids. She's trying to do this whole thing with the party, trying to pick up food, you know, pick up a cake, do everything for this whole party. And she's just like, we can't, I can't do this. You, like, you, you're an addict. You need to go to detox. So they're driving around town trying to get him into a detox center. This one's not taking his insurance. This one's saying, you know, maybe this one, like, you know, it's just every, they're going through everything. And he is just sick. Like, he is sick. Can't take it. Can't do it. Can't, like, it's just not happening. And it gets to a point where she goes to buy him heroin. They go to the spot. They go to the tents down there in L.A. The movie was filmed in L.A. Go to the tents down there in L.A. She goes, you know, he tells her what to say, tells her what to buy, everything. And then they get it, and there's no there's no needles. So he's like, yo, go back out there. And she's like, I'm not going back out there. Mind you, this whole time this is happening, yo, the kid is in the car. Like, this shit is real life. It's crazy. So, um... Me talking about it right now, like if you're going like if you're going through something like this or you know somebody like this or you know you've or you family members, things like that, I, I would say be careful with this movie because it's gonna trigger it's gonna trigger a lot. It's gonna trigger a whole lot. This shit was real. It was very, very real, super well acted, like wow. And so she's like, I'm not going back out there. He's like, Well, you gotta go to the pharmacy. They go to the pharmacy and they're in the pharmacist and she walks up to the counter and she asks for the needles and the pharmacist looks over she sees him she sees the baby and like you know you see the judgment on her face she doesn't want to give him the needles everything like and and then you see it in her and she and she's just slowly she's slowly breaking she's slowly just drowning she cannot take it she is in this and and like just the judgment everything you see they give you every aspect of an addiction the whole time this is happening mind you mom's calling friends are calling everybody's calling her where are you party's happening we're here for you and you're not even here what's going on they go to the bathroom and this was this was the this was probably one of the dopest shots i've seen in a movie in a long time um 
It was very, it was just very, very real. They're in the bathroom. Daughter shit herself, you know, because she's two years old and she's a kid. Um, so she got to go change the daughter. Go into the bathroom. The thing, you know, the, uh, the little thing that, you know, that changed the babies on, it's dirty. So she's trying to change the daughter standing up. While she's doing this, the brother is in the fucking stall about to get high. And they have the shot at the top of the stall and they show her with the daughter trying to do, you know, trying to change the daughter, helping out the daughter. And then they show him in the stall and he's filling up the needle about to shoot up. And it was one of the realest things I've ever seen in a movie in a while because that is exactly what life is. That is his life. That is her life. That is what they go through. This is what this addiction does. This man don't even care about his daughter right now. His daughter literally shit herself. He's like, I do not care. Give me my drugs. And it's fucked up because she gave him the drugs. She went there. She went to the store. She did all this. And then it flips on you. It fucked. This is when the movie fucked me up. This movie was so, oh, this movie was good. This movie fucks you up at this point. So he comes out the bathroom and he's like a whole new person. All of a sudden, he's just alive and well and just playing with the daughter and being a good dad and everything. And then it fucks you up because you're like, now, now, now you feel for this man. Now you're like, you enjoy, you know, not, not like you enjoy him, but like you're kind of smiling with them. And then, you know, they're, they're driving home. They're about to, you know, and, she, you know, about to drive to the detox and they're having, they're having those brother sister moments. They're talking about, you know, memories and all that and he's talking with the daughter and playing with her and they see the fireworks in the sky and he's like yo can we go home you know go see the fireworks before we go and she's like are you sure and then they go home to the spot they go back to her house and mind you surprise party has been it's been happening her boyfriend came home like boyfriend's home like they surprised him they sent like they sent it to her she missed everything she missed they they they're they she she put on this whole entire thing and she missed the whole thing. She missed it. And they go to the party and the mom and the dad, they automatically, they know this boy, you know, they know he's high. They know it because he's just, he's too, he's too energetic. He's too something. And they go out to the, you know, they're out there they're talking to her to like, what happened? And it's just like, no, like he said he's going to detox. He's going to like, you know, I'm taking him there, all this. And the ending of this movie was one of the realest things ever, man. Because like I said, they're, you know, they're referencing, they're referencing a boat, they're referencing, a, 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 you know, a, a boat sinking. And all of a sudden when she finally let go of, 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 of him, they're sitting in the car because he's in the car waiting, you know, waiting for her type of thing. And he's in the car. He's, you know, numb, you know, slumped over because he's still high on heroin. And she's just like, yo, you got to get help. Like, you got to get help. You can't do this. Like, you need, like, you need to get your life together, everything. And he's like, I know, I know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, all that. And she's like, but you, he's like, I'm not, like, I can't, like, I'm not helping you. I, I, I can't do this with you anymore. You got to do it on your own. And when she opens up the car door, nothing but water falls out the car door. And it was a pretty, it was pretty amazing how they put that all together. It was really dope. Six Balloons, Netflix, check that shit out. 
quick movie. It's an hour and 15 minutes. And let me tell you, it's heavy. It's really heavy subject matter. It's gonna if you know, if like I said, if you if you got somebody to or know somebody that's gone, that's going through that or like, you know, Lord, God, will, look, look, I know I know a few. So, you know, it's rough. It's definitely rough. It's definitely real. But let me tell you, very good movie. Very good. <clears throat> All right. I saw Blockers this weekend and, you know, the John Cena movie and, you know, uh, uh, Leslie, Leslie, Leslie Mann was in it and uh, the three daughters and they make the pact to go lose their virginity on prom and they try to break it up. It was funny. It had its moments, um, but you could definitely skip it. That's that is like all I can say about it. Like it was cool. But it wasn't like this funny, ah, oh, it wasn't like that. I don't think it was like that at all. It was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty weak, pretty slow. Like, all right, get to it. We get it type of thing. It wasn't too good. But that's that's all I can say about that. (laughs) Lastly, lastly, um, because, you know, I told you there's a lot. There's a lot. I watched a lot this week. Isle of Dogs, the new Wes Anderson movie. Uh, the animated joint, really, really, really good, really well done, the story was awesome, uh, the voice, the voice acting was great, Brian Cranston was the main character, he killed it, everybody killed it, everybody, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, everybody, Jeff Goldblum, everybody killed it in this movie. Kristen Wiig, everybody killed it in this movie. It was, it was, and it, and it wasn't it, like you know they had the Japanese feel to it because the story goes like this: um, Japan people don't want dogs. They just don't want dogs in Japan. They just don't want them around. So they they exile all the dogs. They put them on this island. They call it Trash Island, and that's where they put all the dogs. And they then the boy, they had this boy, he went over there to the island because the very first dog that they put on this island, his name was Spot. And he was the first dog that they like, that was like the first dog they exiled out of Japan. And then like the movie starts off, I think it was six months later. And this boy crashes his, you know, crashes a little joint on the uh, little ship. Uh, not a ship, his little plane onto the island, and the, you know the dogs. They help him look for the. They help him look for the, uh, look for his dog. And it was really good. It was really well done. And like, you know, they had the whole like they had the whole cat and dog kind of beef thing, which was pretty cool. It was very very good though. I really enjoyed it. It was a good movie, and just so many actors. Bill Murray. Every like everybody, it's just so so many. Francis McDormand, like just so like Scarlett Johansson, Harvey uh, Harvey Cato, uh, everybody. Yoko Ono was in this. Like what? Tilda Swinton. Like too many people were in this movie, and it was really well done. And uh, Courtney B. Vance was the narrator, which I thought was awesome because you know Wes Anderson, he always has those cool little narrations. Um, you know, throughout his movies, it was very, very good. I liked it a lot. Isle of Dogs, check it out. All right, news this week. We'll just go right into it because it's it's a lot. I know it's a lot. I know it's it's. But we here, so we here, we chilling, we living. All right. Cause has announced uh, the affected tour. He's going on tour this summer. It's gonna be dope. Kicks off May twentieth in Atlanta. 
and then it's going to be wrapping up June 10th in uh in his hometown of LA. So it's a quick little tour, but it's enough. I mean, he's out here getting his bread. That's about 13, 15 shows. That's a lot. So I'm looking forward to seeing Kaz. I mean, if you come around here, I don't know. He might be, but it's good like good for him. He the album is great. If you're still if you haven't listened to The Affected, you need to cuz it's really really good. Joyner Lucas is going on tour this summer as well, and his tour is actually it's actually got a it's, it's uh, got a dope title to it. I'm kind of a big deal, cool tour, and he's currently working on the you know uh, the joint project he got with Chris Brown, so that's dropping soon. So he's just killing it, doing his thing, and the tour kicks off May 6 in Toronto, and then it ends in Boston, uh, June 7th. So he's doing his thing. Once again, it's a quick tour, but. He's got the, yo, I, I'm a Joyner fan. I like Joyner Lucas. He's the man. All right. Gucci, Migos, and Yachty, they will be dropping a mixtape, uh, actually, <laughs> on my birthday. Yay! April 13th, one of the dopest days ever. It's going to be called Glacier Boys, and uh, Gucci actually went to his Instagram, posted a video of himself and Amigos. Uh, the video didn't have any sound or nothing, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be dope. Gucci Mane, Migos, and Yachty all on a mixtape going ham. Yeah, I'm here for it. Dropping on my birthday. Yeah, that's turn up music right there. That's 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 that. That's that mood. That's mood music right there. Salute to my man Kenyon. What up, bro? Yeah, that's what that is. Tory Lanez is also going on tour. <laughs> I know, I know. There's a lot of tours. I know, I know. If you have money, you can go see them. You know, so like save your money and if you want to go see these artists, that's how you got to do it. All right. So he's going on tour. Uh, the Memories Don't Die tour, you already know. And uh, it's going to be lasting damn near all summer. Like basically. So it starts May 11th and it ends to August 11th. Like it's it's literally all summer. So there you go, Tori, doing your thing. Album's good, Tori. It's still good. Still does, you know, it still bangs a little bit. I haven't, it's not like I play it all the time, but it's still, it's still here. All right. Black Panther has officially broke the record. It beat, uh, it beat Titanic in uh, the number three spot of uh, largest grossing movies of all time. It beat Titanic. So Wakanda Forever. And that should show a lot to you motherfuckers who thought that Black Panther was a fluke, um, who thought that Black Panther was uh, just not going to do anything, wasn't going to sell, people weren't going to go see it. Yeah, we beat Titanic, nigga. Titanic. And don't get, don't get it fucked up. Titanic is my favorite, okay? I am a Jack and Rose fan. I'm a Leonardo DiCaprio stan. I love Titanic, all right? Don't watch Titanic around me, all right? I'm the nigga that does repeat the lines. I know the movie. I like it. But Wakanda forever. So that's just how that goes. <laughs> Salute to Black Panther. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to talk to you. That's just how that goes. I'm not I'm not talking to you. Like if I look at like like if you talk like if we're talking about you know Black Panther or something or you hear somebody talking about it and you're like, "What are you guys talking about? Get away from me." Get away from me cuz I've seen this movie now 10 times. You better get away from me, all right? I repeat lines in my head all day and I still want to go see it. 
And I'm going to go see it one more time before I go see Infinity Wars in two weeks. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm going to go do that again. I have movie pass. All right. Movie pass means I don't give a shit how many times I go to the movies. That's what movie pass means. That's what the tagline. I feel like that's what the tagline for, for movie pass should be. Movie pass. Because you don't give a shit. <laughs> movie pass. So what if the movie sucked? That's yo. I don't care if the movie's bad. I pay $10 a month. To go see as many movies as I want. So I'm cooling. That's why I'm going to go see Black Panther one more again. And I might go see it one more again after that. Because Wakanda forever. That's why. Don't ask why. Why are you seeing it so many times? Because Wakanda forever. That's why I'm seeing it so many times. God, why? Is it that good? Yeah, it is that good. It is. Huh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Wakanda forever. Now get the fuck out of my face, all right? Nicki Minaj is now the first female rapper ever to have all her studio albums sell at least 5 million copies worldwide. So that's a big deal to her. Congrats to her on that. All right, Kylie and Kendall Jenner. I mean, I know I'm saying her name. I know, but listen to what I'm saying before you be like, why are you talking about them bitches? Listen to what I'm saying, all right? The clothing company has settled with the Tupac t-shirt lawsuit. Last year, if you all remember, they put out that, you know, they put out those stupid t-shirts with uh with Biggie and Pac like all on the fucking shirts and according to uh, TMZ they have been uh, dismissed and they reached a settlement so we'll see what happens hopefully you know we take some of their money cause everybody know them bitches got money so let's t- just take a little bit of it Channing Tatum and Jenna DeWin or DeWayne they have separated after nine years of marriage, they separated. They actually released a statement on Monday. And if you're a fan, I mean, I'm a I'm I'm a fan of Channing Tatum. I I I, I fuck with Channing Tatum. I'm, I've been, you know, I'm a I'm a Step Up fan. I like I like Step Up. You know, if you if you if you listen to my show, I spoke about Step Up High Rise. Yeah, like I look, my sister is a dancer. Okay. I enjoy the dancing and stuff. I uh, the acting in these movies are terrible, and you know, in the show, the acting is like okay, but the dancing and the music is always on. It hits. And what was dope about Channing Tatum and Jenna Dwayne was they actually met on the set of Step Up because Step Up came out in '06, I believe, and they filmed it out in Baltimore, which was dope. And they literally met on that set so like everything in that movie so if you go back and watch step up now everything that you're watching in that movie like when they first met their first kiss all that they were literally experiencing that you know through a movie but they were experiencing that together it was pretty dope and they got married what what was that 2009 they got married so I mean, they had a strong, they had a strong relationship, you know, they got a daughter together, all that, so I hope, I hope it's, I hope everything is okay with them, salute, yeah, they'll be okay, but all the girls about to be on Channing Tatum now, because he's single out here, and all that, so, hey, watch out for that nigga now, because he about to be on, watch, all right, 
DMX has uh, he has to pay two point three mil after being released from prison. Um, if you listened last week, I said he was sentenced to uh, one year for tax evasion, and he got to pay two point three in restitution, and the judge will allow him to pay in installments, and uh, he got to start paying it two months after uh, his release. So literally after he gets released, two months after he got to start doing it, and he will be he will have to pay ten percent of his gross monthly pay income. Uh, gross monthly income and uh yeah that's that's crazy damn i hope dmx would be okay man he's he's it's a lot for him meek mills judge rejects request to reconsider his sentencing which is fucking stupid so last few months um a lot of celebrities have been campaigning and uh you know putting money down on his books for his release and supporting him and all that. And the judge still shut that down. Nothing doesn't mean anything. She shut it down to a plea. I don't know why she gave no explanation, but Meek's been locked up since November and it's stupid. He's literally in there. Like I get it, you know, and they actually talked about the Meek Mill situation on, uh, in the Jay-Z interview too, which was dope. So yeah, Jay-Z is really for the culture. You guys like for real. Stop faking on him. Like he's really here. All right. Joel Santana has been released. And he got out of jail last week. And he says he got a bunch of new music on the way. And I also saw on Cameron's uh, Instagram, they were talking on a FaceTime and shit. Cam posted that. So let's see what happens with Joel's. Because Lord knows he was in some shit with that gun. Goddamn. <laughs> Lamar Odom is starting a new business in the cannabis industry. Yes, that's what I said. Lamar Odom is doing that. He says he believes marijuana helped him with his addiction and sparked the idea. And it doesn't, it won't hurt his sobriety, but rather help it. So he's trying to, you know, do his thing. Hey, he'll make, you know, he'll make his bread if he does, you know, if he's doing it, if he does it right, he'll make his bread. We'll see what happens. Cardi B, her album already went gold. Yes, it went gold literally uh, like it's like in three days. Like it went gold. Not even in three days. I think it went gold like in 24 hours. But it's been like, you know, three days or so. Yeah, it's been like three days since then. Yeah, it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, three. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. Yeah, she's the first. Uh, she's the first female artist to achieve that. She literally went gold in a day. I mean, don't get we'll, we'll we'll get to it. Don't even don't even worry about that. We'll get to that because you know I'm gonna talk about it. You know I'm gonna talk about it. Conor McGregor turned himself in to the police because he got into a uh, stupid little fist, uh, stupid little fight, a brawl outside the uh, Barclays Center the other day. Um, Twenty five people were involved in the brawl, and a UFC fighter actually got injured because. Connor and I saw the video I watched it he picked up a dolly and threw it at this nigga like yo he's wilding and he got uh charged with two counts of misdemeanor so we'll see what happens with Connor who knows Connor uh you stupid that's what I do know lastly 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 Cardi B is pregnant like for really pregnant like that's not a bull like that's not a that's not a joke she is pregnant for real and she actually revealed that on her SNL performance. 
because she was on SNL on Saturday along with Chadwick Boseman. They killed it. It was a great episode, by the way. My God, great episode. But yeah, Cardi's pregnant. I don't know what that's going to do for her. Uh, you know, because she's about to go on tour with Bruno, all that. She's still saying she's going to go on tour. Excuse me. Um, I mean, shit. It's going to slow her down a little bit, I feel like. The the, preg- the pregnancy is going to slow her down a little bit. It's not going to like... It's going to shake things up. It's going to shake things up. And I feel like right now, being that she dropped this album and the album is pushing and it's hitting and it's only going to keep on getting more exposure, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like, how you gonna be moving and stuff on stage, doing on tour, like, you know, you talk about, the tour starts in, like, September or something with Bruno, like, shit, let's think about it, you know, she probably, what, she probably, she looked about, she looked about three, four months pregnant already, so, shit, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see what happens, we'll see what happens, but in my, but in my opinion, I feel like that is gonna slow her down a little bit, just a little bit, but who knows, who knows? I do know that we got some singles for the week, though, so let's get into that. All right. Chris Rivers. Chris Rivers dropped Sticky Icky Pinkalicious over the, um, what the fuck? The Spodioti Dopealicious uh, Outcast beat. Killed that shit, too. God Body Wadi, Nothing to Lose. Killed that shit. And, by the way, once again, all these songs that I'm, that I'm saying right now, all these songs, they're in... They're in the playlist. Like, they're in the playlist on my SoundCloud. So go on the SoundCloud. You'll find it on there. Boom, bop. Like, yeah. Sunny Digital. Sunny Digital drop. We on. It's actually pretty dope. It hits a little bit. Rob Markman. This song's actually dope. Um, It's called Boring. And it's uh, it's like paying homage to Paid in Full. You know, when he was talking about uh talking about his girl. He's like, yo, I'm boring. And she's like, yo, I'm boring. Let's be boring together. So... You find yourself a boring girl out here. That's what he's saying. Stro, young Stro, he's killing him too. Bad vibes, killed like it's 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 good. Definitely check that one out. Sabrina Claudio, she got "Don't Let Me Down" featuring Khalid, and she hit this shit hit. It's it's all I can say. Dave East and Vado, they dropped um, the hated shit is a it. Vado, yeah. Just, just, just check it out. <laughs> that shit hit. My God, it hit. Lion Babe, she dropped the wave featuring the Kaylee Forty Seven. Oh yeah, that was that's that's a good one too. As I like, I love like as I'm reading these off, like I start hearing them in my head as I'm doing it. Ah, oh, it's so wonderful. Denzel Curry dropped Sumo. That's a bit. That's a banger. That shit hit. Um, Tune Gig dropped Me and My, and that one, that that one's interesting. Check that out. I like that. Dave East, once again, Dave East and Vado drop God Bless the Summer. Yeah. Yo, Dave East and Vado, they might be cooking something up is what, it, is what it's looking like. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm taking from this week. ASAP Rocky, drop ASAP Forever featuring Moby. It's not featuring Moby, actually. He just, they flipped that Moby song. Um, the joint that's at the end of uh, Cruel Intentions. That's my shit. <laughs> he did a good job with that song. It's good. Rich Brian dropped Watch Out. Hits. Listen to that joint. Go to the gym and put that on. That's what I'll say. P. 
Pure Order, they drop Work in Progress featuring Elzai. Elzai bodied that shit. That's all I can say. Like, really, really bodied it. Pooh Bear, which I'm looking forward to his album after hearing this. He dropped Hard to Face, uh, Hard to Face Reality, and it's featuring Justin Bieber and Jay Electronica. It's like the strangest collab, but when you listen, the shit works. I don't know how, but Jay Elect caught a body, and Justin Bieber sounds good on this, and Pooh Bear killed, so I'm looking forward to this album. He, like, it's a good one. Very good. Topaz Jones. Topaz Jones dropped Cotton Fields. It hits. It's a, like, yeah, these are, there's a lot of good singles this week. My God. Ray Schremer, they dropped uh, Chanel featuring Pharrell. Yup. And Pharrell caught, yo, Pharrell, could, yo, Pharrell did his thing on this. He, you know, switched his, uh, switched the flow up. Kind of sounds like, um, kind of sounds like Sway Lee a little bit. He did his thing. He, it's, it's a very good song. All right. Lolo Zove, or Lolo Zove, I think her name is. She dropped two. So I got Brooklyn Love, which is a good one. Very good. Girls from, she's from New York, I believe as well. And also there's Blue. They're both good. The girl is good. Dope, 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 dope. I think she's about to blow type. Like, she's about to hit. That's what's about to happen with her. Belly. Oh, I can't wait for this nigga's album. I think he's going to have a dope-ass album. He dropped Maintain featuring Wave. Nigga. This shit hits. That's all I can say. That's all. That, that That's it. Amine dropped Campfire featuring Injury Reserve. They also dropped a funny video for it. It's cool. It's a good song. I'm looking forward. He's, you know, his album is still, it's still hit. I think he's done with the tour. So he about, he's probably back in the studio cooking right now. Chromeo dropped Must Have Been featuring Drum and it's super funky. Super, super funky. It's very good. Wale. Yo, Wale is on some other shit right now. Like, for, like, what? Okay, he dropped this song called Negotiations. And he's on, like, a God-level flow. This shit is crazy. Like, it's, like... The thing is, Wale's always been good. He's always been dope. We just... He just doesn't get his credit. And I think that he's been angry about that. He holds... He got that chip on his shoulder. He always has had that chip. And for the first time in his career, I can honestly say I think Wale's like, yo, fuck this. And he's like, I don't care what these niggas think. I'm about to just rap. I'm about to go back to doing what I do best and just rap. I don't give a fuck how you feel. I know I'm dope. And that's how he's coming off in these songs. And I love it. I'm here for all of it because I've 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 been a fan, and I think and I've and I've and I've been a fan. That's one of those. I'm one of those fans that's like, yo, I know that he could do more. Like I know I know he's worth more. Like how come people don't fuck with him? You know, and I think people do fuck with him. They, he like he has his core audience. He got that. He got that. But I think he need to stop looking for like that approval from like other like from other people or other things like fuck that nigga who cares nigga you are Wale you a beast period and that's and that's how he's rapping right now and it's dope super dope they yes I'm so happy they're like back in back on the scene type of thing they dropped two songs this week they dropped Thrive which 
bangs. And then they dropped Ain't the Same. Both of them, very good. I'm a fan of them. I love them. They're so dope. From LA, like they're just they're just good. They're so good. Period. Jazz Cartier. Jazz Cartier dropped right now. It's actually it's a good one. Madison Ryan Ward. She dropped this song called Mirrors. I'm actually not sure when it came out because I heard it um during the uh, the Jay-Z interview, David Letterman went to go visit uh, Rick Rubin because they were talking about Rick Rubin at one point in the, in the interview. And he went to uh, Shangri-La, which is uh, Rick Rubin's studio out there in L.A. And he had this girl in there. Her name was Madison Ryan Ward. And she was singing this song called Mirrors. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So I had to I had to put that on there. Shit is cool. Oh, my God. So crazy. So crazy. What? Okay, there's that. There's <laughs> the last two. You're gonna be like, what? Okay, so there's I am for I am Ofra. They dropped a song called Individual, which is pretty dope. And then we have this one. We got Nick Cannon. Okay, I say it again because I think you all thought like I was joking or something. Like what? He ain't like he ain't say that. Okay, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Dropped a song called Fuck Him. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to keep it real, which I'm going to keep it G. I'm going to keep it a stack. Yo, the song is good. It's simple as that. <laughs> it's a good song. You're going to hate. I know people are going to hate because it's Nick Cannon. Oh, fuck him. This Nick Cannon. I don't know. I'm like, nah, this nigga like, nah, fuck out of here. All right, cool. You say that. That's fine. That's like, yo, you're entitled. Yo, that's fine. That's cool. But what I'm saying is, it's actually pretty dope. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Not going to lie to you. It's pretty dope. Now, I have to talk about this guy because I just found out to him, salute to the homie, Kenyon, Kang Wang, you already know what it is. He put me on to this young dude in Harlem, young boy, new to the game. His name is Sheck West. This nigga put out three songs so far. You got Live Sheck West Die, which is uh, Live Sheck West Die Sheck West, which is... Damn. Then you got do that. Whoa. And then we have this Mo Bamba. Now, I want to talk about Mo Bamba for a little bit. I want to talk about it. So first off, first things first. This is straight mood music. Straight up mood music. I'm so glad that I went over to King Wang today and we had this conversation because he really made me understand uh, what exactly this hip hop is these days and how come people don't understand it and like why is it not lyrical and why is it not this? It's not supposed to be lyrical or it's not supposed to be like this stellar, spectacular mute, like this, 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 this masterpiece. It's not supposed to be that. This is mood music. That's how you feel. You get what I'm saying? Like when you put on it, like, you know, for perfect example, that, that, uh, that smoke perp song that came out last week, uh, do not disturb the, the, the hook goes, don't hit my phone. That shit on Do Not Disturb. Tell me you don't feel that shit. 
Tell me you don't feel that shit when you hear it. Don't hit my phone. What? That shit on Do Not Disturb. What? Don't hit my phone. Uh, that shit on Do Not Disturb. What? This nigga, Sheck West, is so hype and so amazing. Oh, my God. So let me tell you about this nigga. First off, 19 years old, did my research. This guy is on. First off, he's on. He signed on uh, Travis Scott's label, Cactus Jack, uh, the Cactus Jack Records, which is uh, in partner with Good Music. So he's over there with them. That's what he's doing. Now, this Mo Bamba, let me tell you why this Mo Bamba song is so dope. This Mo Bamba song, he made for his best, for one of his good friends named Muhammad Bamba. Now, Who's Muhammad Bamba? Right. I said the same thing. Who is this guy? Muhammad Bamba, right? Muhammad Bamba is the, he is uh, slated, he's predicted to be the top potential, uh, one of the top uh, five picks for the NBA draft, the 2018 NBA draft. His name is Muhammad Bamba, and he wrote the song for his friend. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, he wrote it, like, you know, records, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story. So, you know, record labels are coming at him for their career and, like, you know, uh, money offers and all this stuff. And him and Bamba, they're going through the same thing because Bamba's going through that with him, with what's with, 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 going on with him, uh, being that he is the, uh, he's the, st so he plays right now. For the Texans, uh, not not the Texans. He plays in Texas for the Longhorns. So he's, I think he's going into the the draft this year. So I think he played a year, and then he's going into the draft. And this is, uh, and you know, Check is like, yo, I felt like I was a college basketball recruit. Like you know, I'm comparing myself to Mobamba, and he said, I'm a, uh, I'm a write a pro, like I'm a, I'm, I'm a write, I'm gonna make a song about it. And he sent the song to uh mo bamba himself and they literally grew up together like the, where he shot the video they grew up on those courts like that's their stomping grounds that's like where that's what they do that's where they're from and this song is one of the hardest songs i've heard in a very very long time mo bamba is crazy it is crazy the song makes me want to rob, I want to fight, I want to chant, I want to cheer, I want to go run, I want to skate, I want to just, what? It's everything. This song is amazing. And the fact that he wrote the song for his homie because they like he just felt like they were just going through the same things. Dude, could you imagine hearing this song when he gets, what? Oh my God, <laughs> what? Yo, like basically Sheck wrote the hardest intro song ever like he basically wrote the hardest song the hardest theme song for a person in life that's what I think like if he like not even if he gets drafted when he gets drafted he top five pick like get the fuck out of here yo they need to play that on the draft they need to play that Wherever, like, yo, wherever he's playing basketball, I want to go to the game because I want to hear them play that song. Like, this song is about to be, like, he's about, like, yo, think about it, think about it, think about it. Like, like, like let's really break it down. He's a top five pick. That means he's probably going to have 
you know, Nike at him, Adidas at him. People are, the, the, the endorsements are going to be there. Could you imagine hearing this song in a commercial? Ooh, I'm trying to tell you, this song is so fucking good. Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba, find it, download it, and just get hype. You know what? I might, I might, I'm a fucking, I'm going to do Mo Bamba tomorrow uh, for my, de- not even tomorrow. Uh, that's, that's, that's going to be the song I'm going to dance to. Um, this week shit's crazy it's absolutely insane it's so damn good and what like the story behind the song forget about it that shit is dope that makes the song even doper the the fact that you wrote this song for the homie just to be like yo i want to write this for you man that thing you know that's hot that's dope right and the song is crazy and then you shoot the video where 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 you and the homie used to fucking where you used to play basketball get the fuck out of here that shit is crazy like stop it all right videos this week oh i gotta change gears that's crazy i'm like like it was it's it's just so good it's so good (laughs) it's so good all right eric bellinger put out the video for yikes it's uh it's it's yo i don't know what eric bellinger is doing but he does not like Tory Lanez. <laughs> That's all I will say. <laughs> Joe Moses and Future back going brazy. Um, the video is very red. That's all I will say. It's very, very red in there. <laughs> Young boy never broke again through the storm. Cool video. G Herbo put out the uh, Hood Legends video, which is actually pretty good. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Young Thug and Future, they got the group home video. It's a good one. Flatbush Zombies. Flatbush Zombies went up to Funk Flex this week. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go in about Flatbush Zombies when I get to that point about their album. Don't even worry about that because the rollout, everything, the marketing, everything, crazy. But anyway, Funk Flex, they were up there this week, and they destroyed. They destroyed it. They destroyed it. What I loved about it was this. This is what I love about it. It gets better and better and better. Be- like, like that's 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 how they go, essentially. They are, which is why they're the perfect squad. Like they're they're the they're 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 perfect because they just they mesh, they mesh together so well. So you have Michi go first. Michi spit over the Uchiwali beat. Killed it. Killed it. Right? Then Eric goes. Eric bodies the Pharaohmonts. Simon says bodies it. I mean, just what? And then Juice anchors this thing over the uh, the Joel Santana uh, the uh, the Joel Santana um, the Dipset anthem song. He killed it. Killed it. Killed. It just gets better and better and better bodied bodied I'm, I'm gonna talk about them more don't even worry about that Paige kennedy he dropped the story of hip-hop good video you got actually dropped epicenter featuring waycron to waycon raekwon inspected deck it's a trippy video a little bit um young ma dropped practice it's a cool video you know some hood shit but it's good buddy this video was one of my favorites this week this song is just so good my god i love this song so much buddy dropped black featuring asap ferg and what was cool about this was ferg 
um, makes his appearance in um, in a FaceTime, which was dope. <laughs> Eminem dropped Framed. I don't, I don't, I don't care because I can care less about Eminem these days. Cardi B dropped Bartier Cardi, and it's a cool video. Um, shining, she's shining in the video. That's all I can say. Shining. <laughs> Don Q dropped Head Tap. Cool. DJ Esco dropped Bring It Out featuring Future and OT Genesis. Yo, watch this video. I just I just love watching OT Genesis. Nigga is so dope. He's just he's just cool. Just crip walking all around the video. Just throughout. It's so good. John Legend dropped a good night. Yeah. It's a good one. Nick Grant dropped Switch. Uh the Switch Up featuring Yo Gotti. Dope. I'm I cannot wait for his new project. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. Halsey. Dropped Alone, featuring Big Sean and Stefan Don, and uh, DJ Esco also dropped Check, which was a good video. Lastly, <laughs> lastly, Drake dropped a new song and a new video, Hand in Hand. Yeah, because that's what Drake does, and what's going to happen is... We need to just give Drake the summer now. We should just give it to him now because he's about to kill. He about to kill the summer. Songs called "Nice for What." He flipped. Uh, Lauren Hill's X Factor flipped it. Also throws in the uh the Big Frida the Big Frida No sample. Uh, the big well just Big Frida in general the Big Frida sample. Now this is the okay. Let me just tell you the things I like, then I tell you what I don't like. Song, dope. Great song. I like the song a lot. Video, even better. Cameos on cameos on cameos of nothing of but dope women. The song is about, you know, just it's about just about confidence for a woman. You know, you like come on, like like you the shit type of thing. You got Issa Rae in there looking good. My God, Rashida Jones in there looking fire, which I had no idea Rashida Jones could look like that. Olivia Wilde looking good. Tracy Ellis Ross looking good, like everybody. Tiffany Haddish is my favorite in this video. I love Tiffany. I love you. I want you to know that. Um, you don't know that now. Um, I want to find you. I don't know when I'll get there Monday. Maybe I'll find you. Maybe our paths will cross, but. Oh man, you're so fine. And so Drake dropped a new song, dropped a video at the same time, killed it. Streets going crazy. You already know. Like it's crazy. Now, this is what I don't like about the video. And I talked about with uh, about this with the homie Dallas. What up, Dallas? Why how you gonna how you gonna have the big Frida sample, but then you don't have Big Frida in the video? How you do that? How you take the sample, put it on there, and then you don't put her in the video. I don't like shit like that, Drake. That shit's stupid. Like why you why you take why like why you why you do that? Like you could've you could have had her in there. Like why you use the sample and then you don't like like come on, bro. I hate that shit, man. Like come on, dude. Come on, Drake. Really? Word? Come on, bro. Like you gotta do, you gotta do, you gotta do. Ah, see, that's that's why that's why people think you corny, Drake, because 
you use the culture and then you don't put it in the video. Like, why you do that, bro? How you gonna use that? How you gonna do that and then not put it in there? Come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Put Big Frida in the video, my nigga. Put her in there. You had all the other dope, all the other dope women in there. Why can't Big Frida be in there? I still fuck with the song. I still liked it. I still fuck with the video. Yeah, I just think you could have put them in there. You should have. You definitely should have. But whatever, Drake. It's all good. All right. Albums this week. A lot of them. You already know there's a lot of them. You already know how this gets down. We get down with the three categories. We got Suburban Cool. We got Suburban Raw. And we got Suburban Dupe. And then after that, we going into the For the Culture. And then I got you with the Verse of the Week. You already know how this goes. All right. Suburban Cool this week. Alina Perez dropped The Color of You. Yo, Alina is good. I really like this girl. The album is very good. She got two features from Khalid on here. Both of them dope. Nine songs. Solid. Solid. Kali Uches. She dropped Isolation. And I like this uh, album because she's got a little bit of everything on here. She's Spanish, so she throws a lot of Spanish flavor in there. Uh, she's talking some Spanish on here every now and then. It's good. I like it. Bone and Beaker. They dropped Inside a Different Mind. It's actually a good one. It's like five songs. Um, it's pretty dope. The beats, crazy. Beats are great on here. OD, he dropped Analog, and I like this guy. I like this debut. It's a solid debut. Um, some of the songs are boring, but it's good. It's And he can sing, which is, which is solid. So check that out. S.G. Lewis dropped the Dusk EP. It's cool. It's like workout music. Put that on and just, and just chill out type of thing. Tom Mish. Tom Mish dropped Geography. And I like this. I like it. I, I wasn't, I was, I was kind of expecting um something more. Not gonna lie. I thought it was gonna be uh I thought it was gonna be more ballads and stuff like that, but I don't think he's that type of singer, but he's good, and he got some instrumentals on here that are pretty dope as well, so check that out, lastly for this section, we got Rose Hart, and he dropped songs in the key of solitude, and I like this guy, I have no idea where he came from, I'm not sure what, like, like, I was just, I found him, he dropped out of the sky, and I'm like, word, I can fuck with that, um, he kind of sound, I mean, people are going to say he kind of sounds like this person, he kind of sounds like this person. Um, he got to kind of find his own lane a little bit. He got to find his sound, but I think when he finds it, yeah, he going to, he going to do some damage cause he's good. All right. Suburban raw this week. Dr. Octagon, Dr. Octagon dropped the moose bumps. Uh, that's a long title. I'm not like, I just don't want to read all the title. Shit is as raw as it comes from the DJ scratches to the verses. Oh my God. It's just so, it's just raw. There's nothing else to say about it. It's raw. Famous Dex. Famous Dex dropped uh, Dex meets Dexter. And I like it. I like it. I like the beats. Once again, mood music. It's good though. I like like the features were dope too. You got Wiz Khalifa on here, and he also got ASAP Rocky on here, 
and they both did great. It's mood music. Like you don't like, you know, don't be thinking you're over here gonna hear some extravagant shit. You're not. You're gonna get in the mood though, and it's dope. Satire. I have no idea where this guy came from. He dropped an EP this week called The Gorgeous Darkness or a mixtape. Seven songs. You can find it on SoundCloud. And this shit is hard. The beats is just dark and just spacey. It's very good. Check him out. I liked it a lot. Satire. Spelled S-A-H-T-Y-R-E. Check that out. Lastly, in this section this week, Cardi B. Yeah, Cardi B invasion of privacy. Now, why did I put her in the raw section? Because Cardi B is raw as fuck, my nigga. Raw. Yo, she opened up this album raw. Off rip. Get up 10. Off rip. Killed it. Then you got the Bickin' Head. She killed that shit. Get at like what? Get out of here. Best Life might be one of my favorites. She got Chance on there. And Chance had a great verse. Um, Kaylani's on here. 21 Savage, you know, the Bartier Barty, uh, Bartier Cardi. And she ended this album with SZA. Now, this is what's dope about this album. I think everybody thought this album, I mean, including myself, I thought this album was going to be a fluke. I thought that it wasn't going to hit. I thought that Cardi was definitely a singles artist. I didn't think that Atlantic had this in store for her. Like, they have big plans in store for this girl. Cardi is really really good guys and that's not that's not a fluke that's not hype that's not bullshit she is good and she could really rap um you hear the meek mill influence in her which i like she gets me hype she's very very dope i had no idea she was that good a lot of songs on here are really good um the production on here is fire fire atlantic really hooked her up like they really are taking care of her is what they're showing um the song ring with kaylani crazy you got the my favorite beat on here is the song there's a song called i like it yo she got jay balvin on there the dude speaking that uh that'd be doing a, that'd be speaking spanish nigga this beat is the production on that song is just straight flame emoji like what oh my god and then the song with scissor the way she ends this album great like this album is really really good it's really well done it was really well put together she had a great team behind her she was it was well well executed really well executed and you know what she's rapping she's rapping on this entire album and you may not think that she is like good so to speak because this style of rap, um, you know, not everybody respects. But for what she's doing, yeah, she's good. Cardi's good. Don't think they're going to hear some, like, Rhapsody-style uh, bars because that's not Cardi. And I don't like when people try to compare her or, like, be like, oh, but she's not Rhapsody. No, she's not Rhapsody. She's not going to be either. Like, that's not what she is. And, like... Let's not get it like like we all like we're all well aware. I even think Cardi's well aware. Like, 
No, Rhapsody isn't a uh, like she's in a league with like she's in her own league. Rhapsody is a beast, a beast. Okay, but you can't compare somebody like Rhapsody to Cardi B. They're completely different. Like I don't like when people do that shit. Like uh, that's not hip hop though. Like stop that. Stop it. Stop it. Either you respect it or you don't. That's that's what hip hop is coming down to for me now because what hip hop is now and like not only what it is now and like what it still exists like you're you're like you're you're tripping if you don't if you don't respect it like if you're not if you if you're not listening to a yachty or like a smoke perp and you and you and like you don't get it or you don't understand it's not for you which is fine but you can't hate on it and be like oh nah that's not hip-hop that's not this nah it is that's what it is this is what this is the culture now that's what this that's what's happening um and i'll get into that later because you know i like for the album that i did for the culture this week like that's what it is suburban dope this week I'm going to go bottom to top because I have to do that last because it's just it's too good. Carrie dropped Captain. Yo, Carrie is, if you, look, just look, look up Carrie, look up Captain, do it. That's all I, that's all I will say. Carrie is here, um, low key, and he's going to start making more noise. Snake Hips, they dropped the Stay Home tapes. It's actually pretty dope. It's like six songs. Cool cool one very cool saba and i have to listen to it more but from what i heard uh from these 10 songs after one listen yeah care for me saba is something that everybody needs for sure the message the concept what he's doing with that album everybody needs it most definitely that's all i will say to that eric bellinger i'm so happy about this album eric bellinger dropped easy call and let me tell you this dude delivered. He delivered the features. I mean, it got me. I was kind of mad because it was so many features at first. I'm like, why is there so many features on this album? But they all worked. So the song with Macy got Mace on here. Crazy. Dom Kennedy's on here. Um, Wale, you know, with the with the GOAT 2.0, killed it. Neo, excuse me. Neo's on here. Sammy's on here. Tink, like, the features, everything. Album hits. And he's just so good. Eric Bellinger is such a fucking beast. He's so good. Songwriting on a whole nother level. He's just so... He's great at what he does. And his ex, he's executed, his execution is so is so dope. Every time he drops an album. Every time. It doesn't matter what it is. He's great. Goes on tour. Everything. He kills it. He got his... He got his a core fan base. He d- does his thing. Lastly, this week, you already know, Flatbush Zombies, Vacation in Hell. This album is going to be on my top 18 list at the end of the year. It's probably going to be like number two, if not arguably number one right now. This is the first album for me that beat out Nipsey because I've been listening to nothing but Nip since Nip dropped like I'm, and I'm still playing Nipsey, but this album, this shit here, nigga, this shit here, this is everything. Okay, let let me let me. I don't even know where to begin. Let me talk about. Oh my God, where do I begin? It's so. It's it's. Oh my God, where do I begin? Okay, let's. Okay, there the the rollout for this album was so. 
it was so well executed. My God, it was so good. Okay. Um, so for the, you know, for the week, for like, you know, to get everybody excited, they do these characters that they make, they, uh, that, they, that they created. They have, uh, they do like a, like a, uh, like a, 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 a TV show, um, a public TV, a public access type of style TV show. And it's called LSD. Uh, network and they make these characters and that's how they like promote for the album so they got you know skinny light is one character you got dirt cobain kills it and then you got tommy hayes and they did that i was like the little rollout so they did like three little videos for that they're hilarious they're very funny then um i think the day the day before the album dropped they dropped uh they oh uh yeah before the album dropped they dropped it they dropped a uh, a documentary called um building a ladder so they dropped that and what was dope about this documentary was if you're like me i mean i'm a fan i've been a fan since 2010 since i seen thug waffle like thug waffle changed my life um if you don't know what thug waffle is look it up right now it's absolutely absolutely amazing uh, like one of the rawest videos i've ever seen in my life it's great and what I loved about it was these dudes, that was the time in, tw- in 2009, like hip hop started taking a shift. Like it started make it started changing. We started getting more individuals in the game. And we were, I was, for, for a person like me, I was waiting for that like group to like come out and like really make that, you know, make that noise, make that same type of message you know, that type of thing, and here comes Flatbush Zombies, so they come in, they've been killing it forever, so the building a ladder was all about their come up in the game, because they're all independent, which I love, they're all independent, Eric Ark Elliott, um, who also raps with them, he makes all of their beats, he makes all of them, and if not him, they're doing something with somebody else within the beast coast movement so they fuck with asap mob like they fuck with them they fuck with pro era heavy they fuck with underachievers they all fuck with each other and it's amazing because they're they all support each other and it's always been like that it's so great so building a ladder really shows you their career shows you their come up and i've been following them forever so i know but you really get to see how big these guys are i mean these dudes are known in Europe, like known, known, they're showing their, you know, they're doing shows in Glasgow, uh, you know, Glasgow, um, Auschwitz, you know, they're doing shows in, uh, fucking everywhere over there, Auk, you know, Auckland, like, every, like, like, they are, they're known, they're known, they're bigger, they're bigger than people think, and I loved that that uh, the the documentary showed that it showed how big these dudes really are. So then the album drops, Vacation in Hell drops, and they flip the script on everybody. This album, everybody is going to know who Flatbush Zombies are after this album. They killed it. They killed it. First off, they're better. I don't know how they got better in two years. 
but they got better in two years. All three of them, they're just like, the friendly competition is just, oh, I love it. They're brothers. It shows. This is the realest album they've ever done. The songs on this album, there's so many real songs on this album, from Headstone to uh, Ask Courtney, which has this crazy, yo, Ask Courtney is so hard. They got the uh, the DMX influence. You ever remember the song? Um, they don't know who we be. Dennett, 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 and like you know, and he was spitting like, but a ring, but a wall, but a ring, but it won't. Like they have that flow. Oh my God, they killed Ask Courtney. Then you got Crown featuring Portugal the Man, and they met Portugal the Man in uh at a at a at a festival doing you know doing shows like maybe five years ago they said um because they also had an interview this week on it's the real which they killed and they were on it's the real two years ago when their first album dropped yo the song with portugal the man is so dope it's so real the chorus in the song on uh on the song with portugal the uh portugal the man this the chorus goes Real music still wins. Uh, real music still lives. Yo, the features on this album are so dope. Denzel Curry, they have the song on here. The way they end this album is called Glory. Killed it. Nick Caution is on Misunderstood. Killed it. Then, like I said, Portugal the Man, which is like, what? ASAP 12 is on here. And uh, lastly, Joe ba- Joey Badass is on here. Now, this is why I love uh, J- J- Jada Kiss is on this album as well. Killed it. Bun B's on this album. Like what? Um, this is what's dope about this album. This is how I. This is how you know how good they are. There's 19 tracks on this album. There's 19. Now that's a lot of songs when you think about it. That's a lot of songs. It's like at some point somewhere in here something's going to fall off or something's going to like be like meh a little bit. Not one song on this album is weak. Not one. They open up the they open up the album crazy with Hello. Then they go into Chunky, Vacation, Headstone, Leather Symphony, Real Girls, Facts, Crown, You and I, which is the realest song they've ever written. You and I is like the that's that is that is if you want to know who they are as people, uh, who they like, what they mean to each other as brothers, as friends, listen to you and I. It is absolutely amazing. Trapped is great. Eric really stepped up the game to a whole nother level with the production. You got choruses on here, uh, like not choruses, you got choirs on here, um, guitars. Some uh the song trapped uh there's there, there's 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 a song on here, like 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 the influence the '90s influence the alternative like it's just this album is everything and it's 19 songs and not anywhere on here does it fall off at all it doesn't fall off once this album hits from top to bottom and I love the fact that they called it Vacation in Hell because hell could be your job you could hate going to you could hate going to work i mean i hope i hope you i wouldn't hate i wouldn't hope you do but you could hate it but somehow you got to make the best of that how do you do that and 
that's where this concept vacation in hell came from and it's absolutely amazing i love the album i love it it was hard for me to listen to other things this week um once this album dropped on friday because i am such a fan that i just could not stop playing it and i still like when i'm done this i'm gonna play it again like it's crazy it's so it's just so good it's so 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 fucking real it's real it's everything just listen to it flatbush zombies vacation in hell i will be going to see them at the meadows in september yes i am going to the i am going there you've got to be kidding me it's amazing and then right mind you after one once this drop i think they're going on tour um next week or yeah next week i think they're going on tour uh two weeks their tour starts i think it starts on like the 19th so they're just they're killing it man they're killing it all right verse of the week this week so you know uh cardi b <laughs> like i said cardi b killed it this week and it was only right that i picked um my favorite verse uh, one of them, I should say, because I got about I got about six or seven from that album. But this is one of my favorites, and this is actually how she opened up the album too, which I loved. So this song is called "Get Up Ten, and the verse is kind of long, um, because she's just ripping it like she rip like she just you know they rip like she songs going in, and then like I said, it had that Meek Mill influence. It just switches up on niggas, and she just starts going ham. So I'm gonna read the whole thing because she ripped it. She really did. All right, goes like this. She said, "Look, they gave a bitch two options: stripping or lose." Used to dance in the club right across from my school. I said, dance, not fuck. Don't get it confused. Had to set the record straight because bitches love to assume. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hard. Mama couldn't give it to me. Had to get it at Sue's. Lord only knows how I got in those shoes. I was covered in dollars. Now I'm dripping in jewels. A bitch play with my money. Might as well spit in my food. Ugh. Bitches hated my guts. Now they swear we was cool. Yeah. Went from making tuna sandwiches to making the news. Like, come on, yo. She's ripping this shit. Tell me she not ripping that shit. Come on, man. Like, what? You gonna, like, you gonna hate on her for this? Come on. I started speaking my mind and tripled my views. Real bitch only thing fake is the boobs. What? Get money, go hard, you're motherfucking right. Never been a fraud in my motherfucking life. Get money, go hard, damn motherfucking right. Stunt on these bitches out of motherfucking spite. Like, come on, yo. Ain't no running up on me. Went from nothing to glory. I ain't telling y'all to do it. I'm just telling y'all my story. I don't hang with these bitches because these bitches be corny and I got enough bras. Y'all ain't got to support me. Like, come on, man. That shit hard. I went from rag to riches, went from whack, went from wick to lit, nigga. Um, only person in my fam to see six figures. The pressure on your shoulders feel like boulders when you got to make sure that everybody's straight. Bitches stab you in your back while they smiling in your face. Talking crazy on your name, trying not to catch a case. I waited my whole life just to shit on niggas. Climbed to the top floor so I can spit on niggas. Said I was trying to chill and make bangers. 
tell all these old bitches they in danger. <laughs> Come on, man. The thing on my hip whip bitches into shape. That's what I call a fucking waist trainer. You gonna run up on me. Uh, you gonna run up on who and do what? <laughs> I think y'all got your story. Uh, I think y'all got your story screwed up. I came here to ball. Is you nuts? I don't want your punk ass man. I'm too tough. I'm the one that's killing shit hands down. If you got a problem with me, say it now. Because I don't want to hear no sneak dissing. Especially not from one of you weak bitches. I'm on go like I don't see no stoplights. I'm stepping out every day prom night. So if it's all love, show me love then. Because you hating on a bitch, that's what it sounds like. Beast mode, that's how I give it up, nigga. Hoodie low, that's how I'm pulling up. Just because I've been on the road don't mean I've been on the run. And you're going to have to learn to hold your tongue or hold a gun. And we all know you ain't that type. I smack you and the bitch that you act like. I started getting money bitches upset. They remind me of my pussy bitches mad tight. Nails done, hair lit, keep them both, keep them both laced. Co, uh, co come through shining with the roly bust face. Head, uh, head, headshot, headshot, tell them closed case. Ain't no bitches spitting like this since 08. I don't trust no nigga. I don't fear no bitch. Whole life been through some fucking, uh, been through some fucked up shit. They say I'm too that. Oh, I'm that. Oh, I'm too this. When you, uh, when you seen what I've seen, you end up like this. I walked into the label where to check at. Cardi B on the charts ain't expect that. Where that bitch that was claiming she a threat. I'ma put a Lua baton where, where, where her neck at. They say I'm too ratchet. They say I act wild. I'm trying to whip the foreign like a badass child. They caught me slipping once. Tell them try that now. Cardi B know it's me. Hear that blap blap sound. Yo, she ripped that shit. I don't care what none of y'all say. She killed that shit, nigga. No, Cardi, and then, and then she proceeded to kill the entire album. That was the first song, and then she was just like, all right, now watch me kill you niggas. That's what she said. She killed it. It was great. All right. So the album I did this week for the culture, I did Lil Xan. Lil Xan, he got a total Xanarchy. I'm not going to lie to you. Once again, before you go judging and being like, uh, it is mood music, Okay. Move music, how you feel, and it's actually pretty dope. Not gonna lie to you. The song with uh, with two chains on here, whoa, whoa, it's called TikTok. Whoa, my nigga, whoa, okay. Um, my favorite on here was called Basically, it's pretty dope. Uh, he got YG on here, Yo Gotti's on here, Rich the Kid, um, Slingshot's a good song as well, Deceived. Um, it's a lot, uh, the song with Ray Shremert is actually really, really dope as well. It's really good. Uh, it's a lot of, a lot of drug talk on here. That's the one thing I don't like. Cause he's definitely, I mean, he's like a, I mean, dare I say he's a drug rapper, but I mean, the man's name is Lil Xan. I mean, what do you expect me to say? Right? It's not bad though. It's not, it's not terrible. It's actually pretty dope. So give it a listen. I, I didn't mind it. Um, I wouldn't listen to it all the time because like I said, there's no, there's no real substance there. It's just a lot of drug talk, a lot of 
party talk, a lot of a lot of alcohol talk, and it's that's his life. So I can't really be like, oh shit, was like why? But that's what that's what you want to talk about. So that's what he talks about. <laughs> it's cool with me. Maybe it's not cool with you. Um, do I recommend it? Yeah, not gonna lie to you, I recommend it. It was pretty dope. Give it a listen. All right. You already know what it is. Story time this week. So I'm uh my birthday's coming up. My birthday's coming up this week. My birthday's actually Friday, April 13th. Yes, I know. Friday the 13th. Yeah, I know. All right, chill out. That's my birthday. That's when I was born. Like, I'm gonna be like, like what? That's what that's that's when it is. <laughs> and I was reminiscing about uh all the dope birthday parties I used to have as a kid. Um, I was that kid, I had, I probably had a party, um, for everything, not, not everything, but I had every type of party, uh, when I was five, I had a Ninja Turtle come to my party, I had Michelangelo at my party, that shit was dope, you know, eating pizza, holding it down with the homie, like, yo, what's good, I saw him in the kitchen, I was like, no, oh my god, I was like, yo, I'm walking, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, and it was dope, cause, uh, no, you know, my, like like Michelangelo came to my house, nigga. It was cool. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Pretty cool. Um, damn, I had a few dope parties. Shit, I had a lot of a lot of in a lot of roller rink parties. A lot of cool ones. Um, you know, where I would invite all the dope friends, all the dope, you know, the squad would come through all the time. That shit was always fun. One of my favorite parties, though, as a kid, one of my favorites was uh laser tag we had this place called uh shadowland in columbia and i think this was my what was this probably like my eighth like my like my eighth eighth grade so i was turning 13 i think and yo this party was so lit i had like 20 there was like 20 of us at the party it was raw it was great and big game um shadowland was dope used to be like uh had like these big like gem things in the in the uh like you know in the um in the place it was dark as shit in there my god but you shoot the gem and like you know you turn invisible or like you know rapid fire or like all type of cool shit like that I mean I didn't do too good but I remember that that I remember that party everybody had fun it was it was just lit it was lit it was so dope Shadowland was dope I wonder if Shadowland's still there shit. Somebody need to tell me that if Shadowland's still there. I want to go back to that place, man. Oh, man, I think I had a go-kart party once. Um, I believe. No, 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 no. I'm lying. I was somebody else's party. <laughs> um, and another dope party I had, shit, uh, was a place called Jillian's. So Jillian's is now, I believe, uh, whatchamacallit, Dave and Buster's now. But when... It was first. Remember, remember when Anne Arundel, uh, Arundel Mills Mall, when it first opened up, had this place called Jillian's, and that's where I was. That was that was my that was another dope party. I think that was my I was uh, that maybe that was my eighth grade party, and then the other one was might have been like a seventh grade or a sixth grade, something like that. Ah man, birthday parties used to be dope, yo. Um, yeah, I don't. Psh- I don't really do nothing anymore for my birthday. Like not like this year, I'm trying to do like a little something. I'm trying to have. I mean, I, I mean, try to have some of the homies come through, um, and just go to Barcade. I want to go to this place called Barcade in Jersey City, and uh, just go out 
play some old school video games like 25 cents a game like it's gonna be lit um but i wanted to go there just 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 hang out just be a kid again i guess for a you know for a night because i'm turning 30 so it's like one of those moments like it's a big it's kind of a big birthday a little bit 30s 30 is a big deal um and i and, and and how i feel these days 30 you know i feel good i feel like i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing in life and shit so i'm trying to do something like that but used to have some dope birthday parties yo i remember like a lot of cool ones a lot of dope like i just like we don't we don't do this shit no more like i like i don't know like it's 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 i mean when you become an adult things get harder so you just you slowly start doing less now the best birthday party i've ever had was actually a surprise birthday party and i had a surprise party to me when I was in college at Bowie State and it was literally a surprise party. I had no idea it was the homies. Shout out to the homies, 88. They held me down. Um, they had this party for me. I think it was in uh, it was in Towers, Towers. So we had, they had three dorm, uh, three girl dorms. We had Tubman and we had Towers and then we had the co-ed, which was Haley. Um, that was the dope one. And then we had then we had Bowie Place, which was like the big, the, you know, that was like the uh, the big apartments and all that. Obviously, that was co-ed. Everybody lived in there. But Towers was a all girl dorm, and Tubman was another all girl dorm. And we had the party in there in the all girl dorm, which I thought was dope. So I had no idea. I had no idea about this party. I just know that the homies told me to get dressed. And we're going out, you know, we're going to do something cool that night. And I didn't, you know, like it was the, this was like the day before my birthday. Um, you know, they knew, like they knew it was my birthday, but I didn't like, I didn't like tell them I wasn't like talking about it like that. And so they're like, oh, before we go, you know, come through, you know, we're going to meet up over at Towers and then we'll leave from there. I'm like, all right, word, we'll go over there, you know, they, you know, to get the bottles, you know, all that. I'm like, all right, word, go over. Yeah, I walk over. And uh, they all leave, like, you know, they go before me, and, I, and I, like, I'm like, what, like, you know, yo, Drew, just meet us over here, and I'm like, why are they all going, like, now, like, what's happening, like, why is it all, like, like, what, like, what, and I go over there, I knock on the door, I walk in, and it was like, surprise, I was like, oh, shit, like, you all really did that, like, they legit threw a surprise party for me, in a small-ass dorm, um, it was about like 20 of us in this small dorm and we turned up in that motherfucker, yo, drinking, I got some lap dances that night, that was dope, like, it was a really, really cool party and it was really, really heartfelt and I've never had anybody do anything like that for me before in life, like ever, I never had somebody throw me a surprise party, like, yo, I give so much, of, like, I, like, I care so much about you, I want to throw a party for fun, just for you. I've never had anybody do that, and that was a really cool moment in college for me to have a surprise party in a dorm, you know, with just me and, like, you know, a few of, like, the close homies. Obviously, 88 was in there. I think Brent was in there. What up to him? Um, a few other cool homies was in there. Deontay was in there, I think. What up to Deontay? Um yeah, it was a cool, it was a fun night, that was a cool, that was a fun night, got drunk, super drunk, oh, so fun, so fun, chilling in a college, yo, college dorms used to be the truth, but like, throwing a party in a college dorm, yeah, you see, that, that, that used to be lit, 
super lit. I used to, you know, college was fun. That was the best. That was my best. Those are definitely my, that was my best. My favorite birthday party was a surprise birthday party. Yeah. Fun. Fun times. (laughs) Yeah. Story time this week. You already know. So. One more thing before I get out of here, before I say leave, and uh, deuces to all y'all. Sesame Place is now a designated autism center, which I think is really, really, really dope. So salute to Sesame Place for doing good things in life. I, I think that's great. Uh, Safari got robbed this week, and uh, he went on to Angie Martinez, and I guess he got like robbed like like an hour or like minutes before he went to Angie Martinez, this nigga was crying on there. And, uh, Hey nigga, you got, you look, I didn't see, I didn't see the photos of, 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 of the dick. But like, from what I hear, you can't be crying like that with all, with all, with all the dick you got swinging, my nigga. That's, 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 that's a lot, bro. It's, Cold world out here, nigga. Get a blanket. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I and I know some people are probably gonna be like, "Why are you like making fun of him?" You know, he's crying. He went through something that's real. You right? It what? Like, don't get me wrong. It is. You right? You right? But like, nigga, hold it together right now, bro. Hold it together, bro. What are you doing? Come on, nigga. Stop that. All that crying. Cut it out, bro. Yo. A woman opened fire at YouTube this week. She shot three people and then she killed herself. What the fuck is happening right now in life? Like, why is everybody so angry, bruh? What? How you gonna run up? Now, don't get me wrong. I understand. I, 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 I kind of get it. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of get why she ran up in there. I mean... Apparently they stopped, you know, they stopped her money. She stopped making money. They just, you know, bang, stopped her, uh, her whole channel. So she stopped making income. Now, if you live in 2018, you know that a lot of people these days, a lot of people make their living off the internet. They make their living from, you know, from streams and from making videos. So you take that from, you take that away from her. She can't get paid now. That's how she's getting her money. So she got mad and she ran up in there. Now, don't get me wrong. You can't get mad and go run up in there, YouTube, and just start shooting. You can't do that. No. You got to learn how to handle your anger in other ways, lady. You can't just go in there and be like, ah! No. No. And then I don't know why you shot yourself. I don't know why you did that. But fuck, lady. Damn. Damn, now you're not going to get no money. So, that's that. <laughs> Yo, Black China. Black China Black China got dropped from a stroller company this week uh, because she is wilding in these streets. I don't know if y'all saw the video. Black China was at Six Flags this week uh, with her little, with her, with her child. <laughs> And I'm and I'm not talking about I'm not talking about her child, um, dream. I'm talking about her child, uh, her man, because <laughs> he's a child. And apparently there was a there was a bitch there, and uh, she was, a uh, dream was there too, and this girl. Yo, China, 
my God. China, you are you are a grown adult. You are you are twenty nine years old, I believe. I believe you're twenty nine years old. And you out here dating you're dating a child. I mean he's eighteen years old. You are going to be involved in child shit. That's what's going to happen. You're gonna you're gonna be involved in in fuckery that means nothing because you're dating a child. So you're at Six Flags and some girl, you know, being a girl because she's fucking 18, 17 years old, she touched her baby. China didn't like it. And this bitch picked up a stroller and she slung it at this girl. <laughs> now, you tripping because, like, yo, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like, 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 you know, this girl's a stranger. One, two. She can't. She shouldn't be. She should not be touching nobody's baby. Like, what? People put their people put their fingers in their, you know, put their hands in their mouths and touch things. You got an amusement park, like all that. I get it. I get it. I understand. But China, you are with a child, so you can't be doing shit like that and wilding out. Like, what are you doing, China? You're bugging. You look. St- you know what's funny is. China had all us fooled. Ain't she have all us fooled, right? Because I really thought she was finessing the Kardashians. I thought she was doing her thing. She over here, you know, getting this money. She, uh, you know, she, she she got the weak one. She got robbed. She got, you know, she got the baby. I really thought she was doing her thing. And now China's out here making sex tapes. She don't know how to suck dick. And now she out here dating children. Like, I don't get it, China. I thought you was on. I thought you was good. It you 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 fooled us all. You fooled everybody. Like I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't like why? Why are you with this child? He's a child. And I and now you're not getting no money cuz the stroller company dropped you cuz you out here acting like a fool. Like come on China. We was with you. We was with you. We was rooting for you. We thought you were going to do good. And then you did that. And now you're still doing that. And now you're with a child. So, damn, China. Damn. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough, China. Don't know what you're going to do. But uh, I'm here to tell you that we don't give a shit. We are not rooting for you because you act like that. So, nah. Lastly, this week, got some people that gotta eat a dick you already know there's a few people that need to eat a dick this week too my god so uh a mother's boyfriend beat her three-year-old girl to death yeah you could eat a dick my guy you could eat a dick and when you get locked up what's gonna happen is you're gonna eat dick so I ain't worried about you, man. They gonna fuck you till you kill yourself in there because you fucking crazy. You're crazy. Um, the three news reporters uh, who called this black boy obnoxious because he applied to 20 colleges, um, y'all could eat a dick. Yeah, y'all could eat a dick. Every last one of you. Because how dare you say this boy is obnoxious for... Uh, believing in his future if he want to apply to 20 schools he want to apply to 20 schools that's what he want to do you mad because he got in to all the schools and you mad because they was all them ivy league schools so 
you all just can't let the black boy shine. So rather than let the black boy shine, you call him obnoxious and say, oh, well, that was silly. I don't know why he did that. Why would you why would you apply to so many schools? Fuck you. Eat a dick, bitch. All three of y'all. Y'all can't get into them schools. Is that why you mad? Come on, man. You mad at the boy for, for, for believing in his future? Look, let me, let me let me tell you why I'm mad. Let me tell you why I'm mad. I'm mad because college applications are like $50 a pop, my nigga. And you just spent $50 20 times? Nigga, if you didn't get into these schools, you would have been mad because that's a lot of bread, bruh. Let's do that math right now. Let's do that math. Let's do the math. 50 50 let's say let's say it's, it's about 50 dollars to just to just fill out the application like which is crazy it's about 50 dollars. so you you did 50 and you applied to 20 schools that is a g stack right there my guy that's a thousand dollars on on college applications and if you and you might not get into it nigga that that 50 dollars could have went that that thousand dollars could have went to stuff but you know what i can't be mad because it went towards your future now, if you didn't get into these schools, I would have been like, damn, but you did. But the fact that white people just, they just hate it so much when black people do good in life. They just don't want us to do good. I think it's so, it's so sad. It's so funny because yet you want to take everything from us, but we can't do things, but we can't shine. We can't be better than you in any way. Because like that can't happen. That's not right. No way. Because like you know we're not we're we you know we're incompetent type of thing. Get the fuck out of here, yo. Y'all, all three of y'all bitches. Fuck y'all, man. Y'all can eat a dick for that. How dare you call a black? You called him obnoxious word because he applied to college and he applied to twenty of them. Now let a white boy do that. Let a white girl do that. You're not gonna say anything about him. You're not gonna say anything about that. But a black guy does it, right? Black boy does it. He gets into all of them and he's obnoxious. Oh, well, I don't know why he did that. Why do he apply to so many? Blah, 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 blah. Yo, y'all sound dumb. You talking about school right now. He's he, like, what? Fuck y'all. Eat a dick. All three of y'all can eat a dick. Yo, there's a, me- there's a, there's a mega church out here in, uh, I forgot where, but the pastor... See, this is the problem with church, man. This is like this dude, yo, the pastor was stealing money from his own people, from his own congregation. Yeah, nigga, you eat a dick. You ain't out here doing the Lord's work. You the devil, bruh. So you can go, you could, yeah, you can get out of here because you tripping. You tripping out here. Nah, nah, nah. How you gonna take money from your own people, bruh? How you do that? From your own congregation? Yeah? Word? And that's, mind you, it's a mega church. You already getting money? Come on. Really? Really, nigga? Stop it. Lastly, this nigga, oh, these people, they all got to eat a dick. Oh, every last one of them. Every last one of them. God, this is so disgusting, too. I hate this. Uh, A father, father and his girlfriend, um, a father had his girlfriend, rape his 13 year old autistic son and they are now doing life in prison yeah y'all can eat a dick and i'm not worried about y'all either because when you all get inside oh they gonna fuck y'all up yeah they're gonna kill you in there 
uh, that's a dead man. The father, he's a dead man walking. Like you're done. You did that to your own son. Now let me let me explain the story to you. Let me explain the story. All right. So the son, like I say, he's autistic. Uh, the, you know him and the, and the mom, they're they're divorced, and this happened like last year, and it happened around Thanksgiving time. So the son was hanging out with a friend, and the father saw them doing something uncompromising as he as they said and he didn't like what he saw and i don't think it was anything crazy or like hey what the fuck type of thing but in his head he thought the no that's not i don't like that so he had fear that his son was going to become gay so in order to make his son you know to like help his son out he tells his girlfriend who is 29 years old by the way he tells his girlfriend to go have sex with the son and she does it which i don't get so you fuck this kid up completely like completely. Now this is where this is where this is where some of y'all are gonna make me mad because I know there's somebody out there right now like, oh, 13 years old, he over here getting pussy. Man, I, I wish I was 13 getting pussy. Shut your dumb ass up right now, cause put yourself in your shoes at 13. I know when I was 13, I would be terrified if a woman at that walked up on me. And was like having me feel her up and touch her and ask me to do that to her. I would not know what to do. One. Two, I would definitely be afraid because I'm 13 years old. The fuck are y'all niggas talking about? This lady is fucked up. She just had sex with a 13 year old. No. And she's well aware of what she's doing. Like she knows this is wrong. And yet you still did it. Like what? Not only that, the fuck is wrong with this man's father that he did that, and then when they're done, they're just like, all right, cool. You good now? All right. Nah, bruh. Nah. You gotta die. You're not supposed to be here. The, like, people like that not supposed to be here. You're not like, nah, you're done. In my book, you're done. You're a dead man walking, period. Now, check out how he found out. Check out how they found out. The boy goes home to his mom, Cause he, you know, boy lived in Alabama, I think, or something like that. Goes home to his mom and tells his mom, like, start talking about like sex things and stuff to his mother. And the mom's like, "How you know what that is?" And then, lo and behold, he tells her what it is. Tells her what, it, tells her what happened. Boom, that's it. Twenty-five years to life, which I think is just not is. It's good because uh, you know, they're gonna die in there, so I'm not even tripping about them. But I don't, I don't like who. Who, what is wrong with you people? Does, does homophobe, like, does, 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 do gay people scare you that much in life? Like, like, are you, like, for, like, really? Like, you're that terrified of gay people, or you're that terrified that, like, your son or your daughter is gonna become gay? Really? So you do things like that? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Are you like what? Really? Like I'm so like I'm I'm so confused by that. It's it's wow. Like you really you really fucked this kid up. You fucked him up. 
That's terrible. You fucked him up for life. Like, he's done. He's already autistic. He already has problems. Uh, he Like, you know, things that he can't help. But now you just did that to his mental? He's done. He's done. You fucked him up. Nah. Y'all are dead. And that's just how that goes. So... Both of y'all could eat a dick. Because I can't believe you did that to a kid. He's a child. He just did that. Oh, man. Look like you're doing some gay shit. I don't like that. Go have sex with him. Really? Nah. Y'all could eat a dick. Dead man walking. As soon as you get in there, they are going to fuck you, homie. That's just what's going to happen. And I'm okay with it. Because you don't deserve to be here. Same with you, girl. I don't know why you did that. What, this man got some hold on you or something? Nah, you knew what you was doing. You knew well aware what you was doing. So, eat a dick. And that is how we are going to end the show this week. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was cool. Wasn't that fun? That was a good one. Uh, Man, my birthday's this week, man. I am really, really excited. Uh, this 30 thing got me feeling different, got me moving different. Um, yeah, I can't believe I'm about to be 30. <laughs> I'm about to be 30, but you know what? It's it's interesting because I, I feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I've been talking about doing this for so long, whether it be... Uh, doing a podcast or wanting to do like actually wanting to do stand up writing sketches and wanting you know wanting to do these things and it feels good to actually be doing them and I'm not I'm not there yet you know I still got to make a YouTube channel you know I still got to write some more sketches and things like that I'm not there yet but I tell you what every week um I do this I do this every week uh, and every week I feel better about myself and in way, in a way this, this, I think this podcast is helping me out in ways that I did not know, whether it be, uh, me opening up to people, um, talking about myself cause I talk about myself every week, which is crazy. And it just, it feel it feels good to, to be able to do what you want and not care what people think like don't get me wrong I care still of course I care I'm a human but I don't care uh to the to that extent where it's gonna where you all are where where it will cripple me and make me be like you know what I can't do this like nah because I know that I'm good at this I know I am you may not think I am, or, you know, some of y'all may, you know, may hate and things like that, but I'm good at this. I'm good, and I'm only going to get better, and I got two of these now, which I think is even cooler, because I had, I was not expecting to do another podcast, but it just happened out of nowhere. It just happened, and it's actually, once again, it's it's another thing that's helping me, because that podcast is different completely different from this one and 
the next episode that comes out with that one, which will be Thursday, most patriotic podcast in the history of America ever, me, uh, Andrew Barrow, and the homie Pat Llewellyn, that's our podcast, real conversation, you know, with real people, conversations that people are afraid to have, but should have, those type of conversations. This episode that we did that's coming out Thursday, uh, next Thursday, this is going to be the one that's going to have people like, I like this show. I guarantee you that's gonna be the one. Um, this, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm still doing my thing too, and it feels good to be able to really, really grind out, like really grind out. And I'm, like I said, I'm just getting started. Like I'm only thirty. I'm only thirty. And some of y'all, I know there's people out there that are like, oh, but thirty's old. Like you know, thirty's this, and well, you gotta, you know, nah, f- fuck, fuck, fuck anything you saying, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not listening to you. Uh, age is subjective, success is subjective, life is subjective, so you can't tell me nothing, because in my head, I feel like I'm successful, so if I feel like I'm successful, what are you telling me, and I, and I, and I'm, and I'm not even on some, like, successful shit, like, oh yeah, I got my own house, and like, my own thing, like, nah, but I'm, I'm, but I, but I, but I'm living my life every day, and I'm doing what I want to do every day, even even with me working, excuse me, and and still, you know, trying to better myself. I'm bettering myself every day and I work at this every week and every week I come here and I do this. And what I will say to you with what I'm learning, uh, what I've learned in my thir- in, in the big the big thing that I'm trying to live by in uh, this year of 30 is do what you want to do like do what you truly want to do and don't half ass it go all the way in with it because that's the only way it's going to get done period the only way anything will get done is if you go all in you cannot do like you probably have friends around you um, I know the guy that I used to do this, that I used to do the podcast when I first, when I first started doing this shit, he would say things to me like baby steps, baby steps, you know, take it slow one day at a time. If you're around motherfuckers that are saying things to you like that, get away from them. You know why? Because that person doesn't want to do this. They don't want to do it. They want to like dip their finger, you know, dip their foot in there, you know, make it, you know, kind of do it, half-ass do it, basically do it to be cool is what I'm saying. If you're doing anything in life to be cool, stop doing it because you don't, you're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. Anything, I don't care what, whatever you're doing right now, if you're doing it to be cool, you are not going to make it. You won't, period. You're not going to make it at all because being cool is overrated. Why be cool when you can be yourself? That's what you all got to understand. That's the secret. The secret is being yourself. And what I learned at 30 is fuck being cool. Be yourself. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's how we'll end it today. Fuck being cool. Be yourself. And on that note, you know where to find me. Find me on the Facebook, Suburban Dope. Follow me on the Instagram, at Suburban Dope. And uh, follow me on the Twitter, um, at Suburban underscore Dope. 
like, review, comment. I'm on iTunes. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on Google Play. I'm on TuneIn. I'm on iHeartRadio. Um, everywhere. I'm in your pocket. And also, be sure to listen to my other podcast, which is called The Most Patriotic Podcast in the History of America Ever. It is on, once again, it's, it, it's, 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 you know, it's my RSS feed. So it's on iTunes, it's on Stitcher, it's on SoundCloud, it's on there. Like, review. We will have our own RSS feed very soon, as well as our own page. So be on the lookout for that soon. But until then, I'm going to get out of here and. You all have a good week. I know I'm going to have a good week. I'll be back next week with more music, more movies, more everything, more stories, all that fun stuff. You already know. 